Well, hello everyone and good afternoon to you. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. My name's Randy Jordan and this is our eighth podcast. This one is uh, the eighth one in our series of Oh, the Stories I'll Tell. Hey, we've got a great story for you today. It actually happened, uh, you know, as parents, we have such an obligation to our children. We have such an obligation to only expose them to things that are good and wholesome and so that they're not exposed to things that are designed only for adults. Well, let me tell you about an incident. This happened years ago when our little boy was playing uh, Little League Baseball and I was sitting there watching his game and there were two little eight-year-olds two second-grade boys at the ballpark. They were there for their game that was to follow. Oh, they were a cute couple of kids. The baseball caps were turned backwards, you know, so that they could look really cool that way. And uh, what a great day it had been that afternoon. So All-American, the Star Spangled Banner had played over the public address system and everybody sang along, faced the flag. Oh. I just thought to myself, this is America at its best. Parents and kids were eating hot dogs on that warm spring afternoon, and I thought to myself, it just doesn't get any better. But about that time, once our kids' game was well underway, one of the little guys mentioned and motioned to a little girl from his class to come down. She turned to her dad, asked permission, and then she stepped down a couple, two or three steps on the bleachers to visit with them. And while they were talking, the boys were snickering and giggling. They talked very quietly and had a mischievous look on their faces. Well, the dad, curious what sort of conversation these second graders could be having, leaned forward and what he heard caused his mouth to fall open. They were literally propositioning his daughter to go with them under the bleachers. And folks, their descriptive words were crude and vulgar and unthinkable. Well, the father quickly told his daughter to return to her seat and he stepped down and confronted the boys. Well, suddenly there were no longer eight-year-olds, but to the father, at that moment, they represented everything that's bad and evil in our world today. Well, the little boys readily admitted everything, but the taller of the two said, well, my, my daddy says things like that all the time, and my parents let me watch whatever I want to on TV. What's wrong with it? The other little fellow responded, yeah, my parents don't care either. They, they take me to R-rated movies. They said I'm big enough. Well, the dad looked at the little guys with new understanding. Here were two impressionable little children whose minds were like sponges. Whatever they heard, they remembered and they retained it. Whatever they saw, they remembered it as well. Well, the father stumbled over his words as he tried to 
cover eight years of training in a few minutes with the little guys. He told them they needed to apologize to his daughter, but he did his best to make them understand why their words were inappropriate, but apologizing to her was appropriate. Well, following the incident, he sat in stunned silence as that event played over and over again in his mind. I'll never forget that he pondered the questions that kept coming to his mind and I was thinking the same thing. How has our nation gotten to this point? Why are our children no longer allowed to be children? Why are they no longer protected from the ugly, sinister side of life? Well, I'll tell you, it's easy for us to blame television and the movies but I realized that it extended far beyond that. Those of us who are adults had gradually accepted and in many cases invited those elements into our homes. And by doing so, we had given them our stamp of approval. As his father shared the incident with me after the game, he shook his head as he concluded and then quietly muttered, you know, it seems as if it's a losing battle. Well, I'm sure you agree that at times it does seem as if our nation's value system has deteriorated to its lowest ebb. However, each of us need to remember that it starts with us and if each of us begins to assume the responsibility we know in our heart and soul is the right thing to do, the tide truly can begin to turn the other way. As parents, as school employees, as Sunday school teachers, as those who work with young people, we need to constantly model appropriate behavior and responses. Be the best role model possible for the kids around you. Show your disapproval when perhaps other coworkers use inappropriate language and actions around our children. Set standards for quality behavior from students and other staff members that maybe you work with. Remember that our children learn a great deal from our examples. And do your part to make kids around you more cognizant of their language. I hope you'll be bold and impress upon them that you'll not tolerate offensive and suggestive language and behavior. At the same time, I hope you'll be patient and understanding. For we all know that for many of them, this will be the first time they've ever been corrected for this type of behavior. And as a parent or grandparent, be selective in your television viewing. I hope you'll remember that if you have a motion picture or video that's on that's inappropriate, you'll turn it off. 
and that you'll explain to your youngsters, your grandchildren, your children, why it's inappropriate. You know, when we stop watching and letting garbage run in our homes, maybe they'll stop packaging it to make it look so attractive. Whatever the case, so much of what we have on television and on the internet, on the internet is garbage. I'm reminded of one other story that happened a few years ago near my home. Two teenage girls down the street were in their front yard. They were screaming profanities at one another. Their dad wasn't home. They were there by themselves most of the time. And these teenagers were yelling language that you would not believe. But it just so happened that a group of rather, rather rough looking asphalt workers were across the street making repairs on a person's law, uh, driveway. And all of these guys with their mops and their bandanas wrapped around their heads stopped as the girls worked their way into the street and continued yelling profanities at one another. Well, it was something to see and hear, I can tell you. I was about to yell at them and go out there and talk to them because I knew them. But about that time, the foreman of the group cupped his hands around his mouth and he yelled, Girls, girls, stop that cussing right this minute. We've got construction workers over here. Well, yeah, it's, it's funny, but oh, it's so sad. I'll never forget as Mother Teresa once said, when asked by a reporter what she recommended that each of us do to make this a better world. You know what she said? She simply said, go home, go home and love your family. Go home and love your family. Wherever you are right now, I hope you'll do just that. If your family's already left home, I hope you'll go home, give them a call or a text message just to let them know that you love them and care about them. Go home and love your family. Well, until next time, this is Ronnie Jordan saying, I surely do thank you for watching and listening. And, uh, well, mostly just listening. There's nothing, nothing to watch, is there? So until next time, we'll be right here. Hope you'll join us next time for Oh, the Stories I'll Tell.